Now, uh, as you've heard this morning, the Chief Minister Natasha Files and the Minister for Police and Territory Families and also uh, Fire and Emergency Services, Kate Warden, have just finished at that press conference at Parliament House where they have announced Michael Murphy is the next Northern Territory Police Commissioner and CEO of Fire and Emergency Services. And the Minister for Police and Territory Families joins me in the studio right now. Kate Warden, good morning to you. Good morning, Katie. Great to be with you. Minister, thanks so much for your time. Now, why was Michael Murphy the successful person for the job? Well, he has had a 26 years career in policing. Um, As it was pointed out to us by the media, who did some obviously some good diligence this morning and it has pointed out to him as well by some of the troops that um, he has been at every level of the organisation he's come up through the ranks uh, he has worked importantly in remote areas and over time he has done been in this really senior operational role, he's got a wealth of experience um, he's already started to, even though he's been in that job in the, you know holding the space if you like for a while now um he's already done some of the big reforms and kept those moving particularly in the area of well-being of police um you know he's proved himself and i've absolutely enjoyed working with him and i think um you know we've got good things ahead together he's a really good person and uh, and and a good leader by and large a lot of positive feedback following on from that announcement earlier this morning a lot of people are really very pleased actually to hear that he is the next northern territory police commissioner katie i can tell you as we walked out the room yep. that man's phone was running hot and the text messages that were coming through and I said to him you know that's a real indication he won't, won't mind me sharing you know he had text message after text message of congratulations um, I think he has absolutely learnt, uh, earned um, this position uh, and I think he'll serve uh, the territory well but he'll also lead his members well. And I think that that is so incredibly important because the morale of the Northern Territory Police Force over recent years, as has well been documented, uh, has been has been low. And I'll get into that a little bit more in a moment. But what are you hoping to see happen with the police force uh, with the announcement of Michael Murphy as the commissioner? So we've already started that work. He's already, you know, showed around um, the well-being of police and he's got a real focus on that i know that he is really looking for where efficiencies can be made so we can have more police out on the front line and there's a number of things that we'll work through together but of course today we also announced the review uh, kicking off with uh, vince kelly leading that and a lot of your listeners will remember yep. vince kelly he was a strong uh, head of the Northern Territory Police Association for a while but very importantly he was a career police officer as well so I think what will happen is these things in tandem um, you know I know that uh, Commissioner Murphy is not in, if we say that today we're not saying acting it's Commissioner Murphy will have the opportunity to uh, help and assist that review and make sure that it uh, reflects and I really look forward this is the beginning of a journey um, and he will be uh, the person at the end that we will work with to implement the recommendations so there's a you know it's a, the term timing's perfect for today. Well, and obviously the annual Police Association conference was held last Friday. The President Nathan Finn had said that we are stretched beyond breaking point. They were his words. He says that we do need an additional 200 police. So as you've just touched on, obviously the announcement of this review, uh, as I understand it, going to kick off on September 1 and uh, Vince Kelly going to head that review up. 
what's it going to focus on? Is it really going to focus on those police numbers and resourcing and making sure that our police are adequately resourced? So we've been talking to the NTPA uh, and uh, Nathan for a little bit now about what they'd like to see, uh, particularly in there. Um, he is keen to make sure that we've got uh, the review of organisational structures, but also that it looks at workflow. And we've incorporated that into the terms of reference, which are public. I can leave you a copy today, Perfect. Uh, Katie, if yep. you'd like those. I did bring them with me today. Um, but also making sure um, that around fatigue management, that's looked at. So they were the very specific requests uh, that Nathan had made, and we have incorporated those. But we're going to look at staffing structures and the operations particularly, uh, employee wellbeing and fatigue management, uh, along with st minimum staffing levels. Uh, we're going to look at re-look at remote and regional policing and make sure that that model is fit for purpose and that we're able to properly resource that. That's uh, that's good timing because we're talking to the federal government around that bigger, or, um, you know, the agreement that we have with them, NT-RAY we call it, the remote uh, area um, investment discussion. So that's good timing around that. There'll also be a bit of a, fo fo a focus on culture, uh, leadership practices, diversity, diversity and inclusion. And a lot of that work's already started. So it will be good to look at that and the review of general orders. So there's a lot of components. There's a number of other smaller things that will mm. be in, um, involved. Um, but we will be... Uh, the Chief Minister was very clear this morning, and I totally agreed with this position, is that as we go along, uh, we'll hear from the review reviewer, from Vince, regularly. And if there are things that we can uh, explore and fix along the way uh, before the recommendations come down um, early next year, then we will fix those things as we go. And is that going to be made public? Absolutely. Are you actually going to keep the Absolutely. public, take us along for the journey? So we may not uh, make it public as we go, but we will definitely be publishing uh, the final report and we'll, we will definitely um, be taking on the recommendations. Kate, there's going to be a lot of people listening right now who are saying, why did the government have to be dragged to this review kicking and screaming? I don't believe that we've been dragged to it. I think it's timely. I think there's with a been new a commissioner lot of calls coming for it, though. in, there has been a lot of calls for it. But uh, as you know, Katie, you can't just go ahead. We've had to very carefully make sure we've got the right person to do the review. I've been on the public record as saying, you know, at least for the last six months that we uh, are working towards a review. Um, and but you have to do it properly and and it takes resources to do it look you don't you just don't walk down the street and say excuse me can you come on this is there's a no, procurement no, nobody's pro suggesting no, there's a that procurement but there's process. been a long time that yep. the police force has been under stressed and huge I think amounts that that's, of change i think that's been the biggest call from the association right from when paul McHugh was still in there is that they wanted this review to happen they wanted the government to understand how they're resourcing was working or not Correct. working and at a time when the Northern Territory has been suffering through crime. Well, I need to be very clear. The NTPA is a union that represents its members. Nearly and 100% I did say, of the I did union, say, Absolutely, but, but I did say force. to them last week at the conference that we're not going to agree on everything, but we have agreed that a review... It was probably time for a review. But we have to go through very carefully, and you'll see when I leave you the terms of reference, mm. that we've very carefully thought out and worked with people about what's incorporated, including taking on uh, what Nathan was suggesting for the NTPA. So, I mean, I, I heard him make statements last week that he knew nothing about the review. That was very disingenuous because he knew that we were working towards it. But, so but what are you I've saying, that he's him, not telling the truth? Well, he said, he said publicly that uh, he, was not, he wasn't aware of any of the details of the review. 
we had been speaking to him. Are you saying him. he was? Absolutely, he was aware of some of the details of the review, yeah. So I'm, I am, you know, I'm not going to get into a he said, she said. But well, you sort of just have, Well, though. I have, because yeah. the NTPA have a position as the union. They represent their members. They have, you know, we're never going to agree on but everything. You but you have had, you've, got, you've yeah. had surveys where the police Correct. have been saying that morale is at an all-time low, and I will say that that was under a former, those surveys were done under the former Northern Territory Police Commissioner, but, Katie, but they've also been invested, screaming out. But you've got to see that we have put $3 million a year every year into well-being and I've been out to the launch so of that. So why do you reckon it's not working? So, well, you've got to give these things some time and the $3 million every year came down on the 1st of July this year. The police didn't wait around. That had started already. We'd already got the chaplains back and recruited. We'd already made uh, massive changes to HR going back into the organisation. So a lot of things had happened before the 1st of July. So to say we'd been doing nothing was not true. But with the new money, they've been able to do a whole heap of new programs um, and make sure that serving members get the services that they need to be effective in their jobs, but also that when they leave the service, they continue to get supported. So we've done all of that. Yeah, I think that's incredibly important. Now, Minister, do you believe that the number 200 is accurate? So uh, the Commissioner outlined As this morning... As in 200 short, I should clarify? Yes, so the Commissioner outlined this morning uh, when we were doing the media that, that that number is a cumulative number of essentially officers that are currently on leave. Uh, some of those on sick leave and some of them on uh, different forms of leave. And, and I think they're quite right. If we can get all of those members re-engaged and a return to work program for people who you know there's people that are genuinely unwell that we need to support and make sure that if they if they do want to come back and they do they're fit you know fit for the job then we need to get them back in we've recognized that but this is what the review's all about the review is saying okay how many do we need do we need a police officer sitting there doing all that paperwork mm. do we need a police officer uh, in that role at the front counter um, and that's what this review will give us uh, will show us where we we can make efficiencies. So it's much broader than just saying we need 200 more coppers. And I think um, the, uh, Nathan has recognised that and we've been working towards what that looks like. And it's a comprehensive terms of reference and the, it will be a comprehensive review. I'm pleased to hear that the review is happening. I'm pleased to hear that it's going to be comprehensive and also that Vince Kelly is going to be undertaking that. And right. particularly the fact that it is actually going to be made public. I think that that's yep. really important for Territorians to know exactly what's going on, where we might be falling short, where we might need additional resources. I do want to say, though, I think from the outside looking in, for a lot of Territorians, they do feel like there's not enough police or that things are not working the way in which they should be based on the level of crime that we're seeing in the Northern Territory right now. And for a long time there, um, certainly under the former Chief Minister as well, it felt as though we were being gaslit. It felt like the community was screaming out saying, we've got an issue with crime and that the government was refusing to listen. I take your comments on this feedback, Katie, and there is a change of foot. There's been a change of foot for the last, um, you know, 12 months, I've been very, very focused on number one, well-being, making sure I got the money in the budget. I fought hard to get that what $3 million out of the budget this year. It's a tight budget. You'll see that there wasn't a massive spend by government this financial year. Making sure that we've got a new police station going in at Peppermanati and making sure that we're supporting our police officers. That's what we've done and, and this is just the start of a bigger journey. There have been points in time if you look back historically, which I've been doing looking at previous reviews and um, you know, remember the O'Sullivan review 
um, I've sp- spoken to former pl- um, Chief Minister Paul Henderson to make sure that mm. we're not misstepping because I think that they did a very good job of making sure that that review worked. So learning lessons along the way. Um, and we are very, very focused on making this a very functional police uh, um, force, a police but also a police force that people want to join and and also stay in. I mean, the most important part for me now is to make sure that we can stay. And one of the jobs that, that the uh, commissioner has done is he has rung around and trying to get police officers back. And well, last week we did see a number of... Um, police officers returning to the Northern Territory, but we also saw uh, nine fully-fledged police officers join our police force from interstate. So there's some pleasing signs. And can I say, this is a slow bit of work. You can't just suddenly magic up 200 police officers. But I'm really keen to make sure that we've fully explored how many police officers we can get back to work and really support them to, you know, do the job that they love. Minister, do you hope that a bit of a dark cloud has been lifted off the police force? Well, I believe it has. I did say that at last sittings, and I think uh, the appointment of Michael Murphy, you know, the, the reception that he's having now around, uh, he knows that, you know, we've talked about it. This is where the rubber hits the road, and we are working really, really hard together to get a change. And, you know, we are working really hard with the North, uh, the Police Association as well. I'd say, you know, I, Nathan has advocated strongly with us, and we've listened to him and his members, uh, and we're all, I believe, ste- stepping forward together. Minister, can I ask, um, we, uh, there's a couple of things that I do still want to go into. Um, we spoke to Samara Laverty, the mother of Declan, just a little while ago. Um, she wants the government uh, to, well, she's she said to us this morning that her understanding is that the government is going to debate the petition that with tw- 26,000 people have now signed, that it's going to be debated on Tuesday morning. Correct. Will that happen for more than 16 minutes? Uh, my understanding is that, that they're, they're decisions of caucus, so I need to be... Um not just not cautious, but I don't want to say something and then everybody go, oh, you shouldn't have said that because we haven't agreed on it. These are so they're standing orders, and the standing orders are, if you like, the the rules of your school council. Yep. If I can make that analogy, yeah, yeah, so we that, get that because I heard someone talking about standing orders the other day, and I thought, oh, people won't understand, but that's just the rules of how we have a meeting. Yep, so the but pu- they've been broken before. For they other have things. been broken before, and we are we know that this is something that Territorians want us uh, to discuss in the Parliament at length. And um, we have agreed uh, that on Tuesday the, the debate will be brought forward because so essentially it could have been done any day, but we are bringing it forward uh, to being a matter of priority uh, on the agenda for Tuesday. For longer than 16 minutes? That's my understanding. So hope your understanding is that it's going so to be a proper to work debate here. Speakers, so this is why I don't want to preempt this. So with every debate, you I work out who's going to speak and how long you're going to speak they for. They want to be sure that what has been the biggest issue for them when it comes to crime, that it's going to get the debate that it deserves. So Katie, I will be talking about this on the floor of Parliament on Tuesday morning in my role. We may have other members of our team that would like to talk on it. In fact, I know we've got members of our team that want to, you know, have a contribution to this discussion on Tuesday and we will. What about the opposition and the independents? I can't talk for the opposition and independents about who wants to speak. They'll have to make up that mind themselves. But the government determines whether the debate happens for 16 minutes or longer. I mean, I know that they're the standing orders and I know that they're the rules, but they can change. So they can be changed. My understanding is that we will have a fulsome debate. For you personally, do you think there should be that fulsome debate? Well, I want an opportunity to make a contribution myself um, and lay things out. 
So, you know, that will be a discussion at our next caucus meeting. We often caucus, well, we always caucus, uh, coming into Parliament on a number of occasions. It's not just once. Um, and this is a topic that's being discussed at the moment. Do you acknowledge that for a lot of Territorians right now, crime is the biggest issue on their agenda? Can I, can I say to you, Katie, if you tune into sittings, and I know a number of people do, mm. we talk about crime at every sitting, yeah, sometimes do extensively. Do you acknowledge that it is the biggest issue for a lot of Territorians right now? For a lot of Territorians, absolutely. Absolutely, Katie. I've said that repeatedly when I've been on your show. Um, you know, crime's an issue for people, but community safety and the perception of community safety is also very important. So, so do we you need think to it's a perception? Sure. No, I didn't say that, Katie. But you, you need said, to stop that. No, no, but you no. said um, that, you know, you, you said those words, not me. No, so some people get frightened because they feel that they've read a lot of things in the media. Other people have had personal experiences. I've had my own experiences with crime. I have seen crimes being committed in my local shopping centre. I've seen crimes committed on my local streets. Um, But I have also know that when I door knock, which I do regularly and talk to people about You know, they'll say, you know, I'm really worried. And I'll say, well, what was your experience? And they'll say, oh, well, no, I did see that. I can see it on my community page. So I think people, um, you know, we are very connected as a community now. And I think that's a fabulous thing. I think we can see what's going on. And I see regular traffic on media sites around, you know, perhaps something like the Wallagi site. People will put on there, look, people are trying to get in my gate tonight. And I think that can make people more alarmed. Well, of course it would if someone's trying to get in your gate. Of course it. And, Mm. and, And I've said this repeatedly under a Liberal government i had my home broken into and i also watched somebody breaking into the house opposite that was walking past and i called the police and we had a good response so what my job is to do as police minister is to make sure that our police are well resourced to respond to the levels of crime that are happening and i can tell you our guys arrest rate are they are fantastic they are a police force of excellence and they do their job very very well just going back to that debate very quickly i mean i i am hoping at some stage to speak to you about some of the the issues with Territory families and some of the other things sure. we've been discussing, but we're not going to get time this morning, unfortunately. You can invite me back next um, week, Katie. Absolutely. Um, but the opposition is obviously going to move that motion for the the petition to be uh, the first order of business for Parliament next week. So uh, for those standing orders to be suspended, will the government support that? So I can't preempt what will happen um, in there. I know, th- I know that is our intention, and I don't know the mechanics of how that will work, but is our intention that it will come on first thing, order of business on Tuesday morning. I can tell you that exclusively. And it's your intention that it goes for longer than 16 minutes? I will be contributing as extensively as I can to that debate. Kate Warden, that is unfortunately all we've got time for this morning. (laughs) I appreciate your time. Thank you very much for coming in. Always a pleasure. Thank you.